Hey, Ranch. It's good to see you, and uh, welcome to your podcast once again. How are you doing? I'm great, Stu. Thanks. How are you? I'm doing well. Yeah, I'm excited to uh, talk about another you know, important topic that I think we've discussed off of it, and something that I'd like to throw out to you was uh, how we show up in life, not just, uh, you know, once or twice, or ever, but more like every day. So how, what are we looking for? Is that a good idea for you? I like that. You yeah. know, it's, it's a, a standpoint of when we get to, we're, we're recording this kind of near the end of the year here of 2021. And as we've talked about many times before, it, it's been a very dynamic time over the last few years for everyone in, in very many different regards. But now that we step into this together, I'm excited about what you what you and I've talked about as well as this notion of showing up. And, and as we've kept as a, a current theme and constant theme here is we want to show up in, in gratitude as well. It's always a true privilege and pleasure to have our listeners join us. And so for those of you joining us, whether, wherever you are, in your car, uh, on a treadmill, listening to, to wherever that is, thank you for, for being a part of this and providing your energy and uh, support for what we're doing here. No, that sounds great. So I want to say, what what exactly uh, does showing up mean to Ranj himself? You know, Stu, it's it's a you think of this idea of showing up, right? A lot of people have, uh, have talked about how do you show up, and sometimes it's analogous to sports. How do you show up on the field or on the rink or or whatnot? As you just alluded to, it's really important to, for us to have this uh, discussion now is how we show up in life, and a lot of people typically do it maybe without thinking. And through this conversation in this uh, podcast, we want to bring more consciousness to it so we can actually take a look and say, how is it that we show up? How is it that we appear? How is it that we are perceived? And the number one thing, what it means to me is, is really comes down to this whole idea of awareness is when we are aware of ourselves, of our surroundings, of the people around us, we have a higher ability to show up in a way that's conducive to to uh, fitting into that atmosphere or, or being in a, in a vein of listening or knowing how to inspire someone or being empathetic. As you and I know, Stu, and, and all our listeners can, I'm sure, relate to this, every day brings something new. It's incredible. Life is like that. And so to have this commitment to awareness, showing up is then elevated. Why? Because if we show up unaware, what happens is we become subject to what's happening to us. And when, when people become subject to what's happening to around around them, people become reactionary. Uh, we lose our composure. And sometimes we lose our way. You know, it's happened to me before. If I'm unaware, hey, I'm not totally clear on what I'm doing or why I'm doing it. So this, this baseline of awareness, of listening, observing, feeling, thinking, and being present are all the foundational pieces of how we can effectively show up. In conjunction with that, I'd also say, is that adding value is a, is a key element of showing up. What does that mean, adding value? Well, when I think about this is that we talked in previous conversations, you and I with our listeners, about the importance of being supportive, the importance of listening, and showing up. The power of that, I think, really exists in the quiet of it, not necessarily with the volume. Now, there's a time and place to speak. This is a time and place, as I've just mentioned previously, to inspire and motivate. But interestingly enough, Stu, and as I've thought about this coming into this talk today, there is a real depth and sincerity in adding value through just being present for another person or people who are there. Susan Cain wrote a great book. I'd recommend it for people. It's called Quiet. And it actually talks about introverts. And it talks about the power of, 
of being quiet, not necessarily being uh, speaking. And there's again, there's a time and place. But this adding value, I believe, is truly connected to how we show up. And oftentimes, when people are distracted or they're not present, the value gets diminished. Why? Because the person or people around you can sense very quickly this is a disengagement. Now, again, it would be easy to judge a person on that and say, well, they should be present and what are they doing? How come they're not watching? Everyone's got their own reasons. And this is not about judgment. This is about observation. But it's also about, and here's a key, it's about excellence. Is that if we can commit to excellence in how we show up, perfection isn't the standard here, Stu, but awareness is. And so by listening, being supportive, watching what's going on around us, asking great questions, I believe that's how value can be added when one shows up in any venue, be it in our homes, our businesses, in our communities, our stores. Yeah, it's interesting uh, when you list out all those things in a row. In in a way, it's sort of like what we've covered a lot on different podcast episodes, and this one's sort of bringing it all together, and we can see what that allows us to do in, in public. Well, to your point, if you look at the way the world, what's going on now, there is a more of an outward flow into the back in the public. In, in months past, in various venues across the world, there were certain lockdowns and limitations and things like that. And I think as a collective society, we're, we're getting back out there again more. And so this have this ability of being aware and knowing how we show up and, and having that as something that's a hallmark of, of how we live life, I think can really not only, as we said before, add value, but add meaning to life. A third element to this process, awareness, adding value, the third element here is being really clear on intentions. There are certain venues and, and spaces and meetings in life whereby it is required that you listen. There's others where it requires you to speak. There's others where it requires you to understand. There's others where it requires you to have a harder conversation. When we're clear on our intentions going in, it elevates our propensity to show up. Whereas we're unclear on that, again, you can be subject to what's happening. Now, let me qualify that. Sometimes the intention is just being. (laughs) And I smile when I say that because it's not necessarily always clear about what's going to be on the other side, so to speak, when you do show up. So that's okay too. But when you have an intentionality around, I'm going to be calm, present, I'm going to be all in. And those are two words, Stu, I would humbly say that are my favorite words, all in, is that when we are all in, in certain situations in life, I believe we can add the most value. And then in conjunction with that, we have time to recover, step back, take rest, take recovery, provide solitude for yourself so that you can show up again. But this element of being clear on intentions is huge. The last piece I'd say to your first question about what does it mean to me is humility. I've always believed that humility is always important to be marginally higher than confidence. I would encourage all of us to elevate our confidence as high as we can. But if we can keep humility just above that at all times, it allows us to show up in that humble state of being willing to be a student and a learner. I I sometimes see people for whatever reason, perhaps come with a bit more bravado and some insecurity where they feel they have to be loud or say something in a situation. Or I've seen other situations too where people deprecate themselves and kind of make a negative comment about how they showed up. And I think that's just 
people working through the anxiety of sometimes being in a social situation. Mm -hmm. And again, no judgment. It happens. However, when we just focus on our own humility and say, I belong here, I am here to be present. I can add value and I'm aware of what's going on around me. It actually slows things down. And one of the best ways to show up is to slow down. Now, someone could say, well, Ranch, how does that work where life is about a sense of urgency and you've got to take action and move quickly? No question about it. But to be effective, that first step is usually most effective if one can be that observer, look around, and then decide on the next step. Those can happen in succession, and it can happen in rapid fashion. But being humble enough to show up that way without speaking first can become very powerful, not only for oneself, but for those around us. Yeah, you've covered a lot of uh, of love things, of, of what uh, showing up means to you. What tools do you suggest that people can kind of use to help help them try to show up more than they, they have been or that they want to? Great question, Stu. Yeah. Thanks. I, I, when I would come home at uh, some years back, I still do it. But when our, our kids were little, little, really little, I would uh, drive up to the top of the street and I would roll my window down. This is after work. And I would sit quietly for about 30 seconds a minute. And was, some days it was really cold, but still put the windows down. And I would just breathe and just sit quietly for a moment. Uh, where my vehicle was situated, it was usually facing west. So it, oftentimes I'd get beautiful sun coming in my windshield, especially in the fall nights when that sun sits a little bit lower. And I remember sitting quietly and just creating a transition zone. And one of the tools I would invite our listeners to think about is creating transition zones in your life before you show up. And so what I would do is park my vehicle and just breathe, have a moment of gratitude. I'd go to the top of the street, wheel my vehicle around, come back, park in front of my house and and walk in and there's my wife and kids and it's, it's showtime, right, for the night, yeah. right, and getting getting the action. Some people have families. Some people live on their own. Some people have a partner. Some people have pets. What, maybe you're on your own, like I said before. But whatever the whatever the space is, you can actually create a transition zone from which you came before. Why is that important? Physiology of the body and the mind are always at work. And what happens sometimes during a very eventful day, stress can build up and cortisol can be high. When we take a moment to breathe, and we take a moment to be grateful, and we take a moment just of solitude and space, typically, cortisol can drop. We can feel better. We can have a moment of uh, peace, I would call it, and then we step into that next zone. It can happen in the office. A lot of times, people have meetings back to back to back to back. Mm -hmm. Days are very full. Or nowadays, too, I've heard a lot of people say, I was on a Zoom call or I was on a Microsoft Teams call like eight in a row. Yeah, no <laughs> kidding. Like That's their whole day. Back to back. Yeah. So having those transition zones, which are very marginal, but very deep, can truly set one free. And what I mean by that is from what's happened previously to get into this current moment. So that's one tool I've used and it's really helped me and I've I've coached other people on it. They've said it's really helped them as well. Yeah, no, I just pictured it as you were just talking about taking the breath in the car. I find myself just taking deep breaths a lot of the time when I'm kind of regrouping my brain to what I'm focusing on. And even mm -hmm. that's just like a calming factor and it kind of allows you to reset yourself. So that's kind of what I just thought about as you were mentioning that. Very cool. Yeah, yeah and, and that, that breathing is powerful. 
I mean, it's, it's the base of everything we do. And so I thank you for sharing that yeah. because it's very, very uh, connected to what we're talking about here. A second tool I would say is self-talk right. is, is actually talking to ourselves and affirmations are very powerful. We've talked about that before. One thing I do as a, as a tool, it's worked for me is when I get up in the morning, my feet hit the ground and I say out loud, thank you, let's go. Mm-hmm. And so it allows me to show up for what's going to happen next. Now, some days are harder than others. Some days are exciting. Some days body feels a little bit sore. Some days body's ready to go. It's always a different landscape that we're approaching. That being said, the self-talk can set that intention and the affirmation how we want to show up. Because our subconscious minds do is waiting for direction from us. It's like a control tower just waiting for instructions to come from our command center, which is often is our heart and our mind. Yeah. And if we can put a voice to that through self-talk, it becomes very powerful. Here's another example to that. It's happened to me before. Sometimes you come and your self-talk isn't so positive and you can have some doubt. You can be anxious and that's okay. That is part of life. But if we think about those examples, think about what happens next. Typically our breathing gets a little more shallow. Mm. We rush. We're trying to catch up and then we become reactionary. So, Again, I'm going to go back to a statement I said a few minutes ago. Perfection is not the standard. But by getting into a vein of self-talk before we show up in whatever vein that is, it can make it very conducive to an enjoyable experience for both us and the other people around us. It can set us on a very strong pace of the day. And it also gives you something to reflect upon and practice as you show up the next time. Because really, Stu, I will say this, there's no guarantee of tomorrow Mm -hmm. for any of us. As we were kind of going back and forth on this topic before we recorded, um, and I was thinking, you know, if showing up, I got what you wanted to talk about, I understood it. I was like, well, who's going to benefit the most from this around us? Is it myself or is it people around me if I'm constantly being there to show up or I'm all in, as you like to say? Who's who's getting the most benefit? I know we are getting some, but is it helping th- those around us as well? Mm. Yeah, that, again, that's uh, really relates to what we were talking about before. So it's a great question, and it's timely because for ourselves, when you get into that state of of showing up and being aware of it, it allows us to become more calm. And really, in life, at the end of the day, a lot of a lot of us, most of us, are looking for more peace. Uh, more clarity and more happiness. Mm. And that's we're responsible for that. It's not an extrinsic game. This happens within. And so by by focusing on how we want to show up and and even hey, let's let's make this clear to your point. How does it benefit us? Well, showing up can even mean a day of rest. Mm-hmm. Is how you actually show up to that day of rest. Can you can you unplug? Can you put your phone aside? Can you create a quiet space of perhaps a walk outside and getting fresh air. Can you call an old friend or someone that you love and have a very positive conversation with them? This isn't necessarily about high performance all the time of moving. High performance also includes rest and recovery. Yeah. And so how does it benefit us? It gets us into a mindset of service. When you get into a mindset of service, we serve oneself and so that we can serve others. And it's that old thing, when you can take care of yourself, you can take care of other people. So I believe that also from a sensory capacity, how we hear, how we see, how we listen, how we feel, those can all benefit from being aware of how we show up. 
And all of a sudden, we're absolutely present in the moment, whatever that moment is. Now, to your other side, how does this benefit others? In many ways, Stu, I believe everyone wants to feel validated and people want to feel heard. Yeah. So when we show up in a way that's connected to that intention of being the best version of ourselves in in space of other people, other people can feel understood from us. They can feel appreciated. Now, does that mean we have to be expounding and speaking all the time, expressing it? It doesn't. A lot of times by just being and having eye contact and being present in body and mind can allow people to feel that feeling of being understood and appreciated. And it goes back to that book that Susan Cain wrote about quiet. doesn't necessarily have to be loud. It can be. It doesn't have to be. And so I think there's a real symbiotic relationship there by which we can benefit from showing up effectively. And it can also very positively influence those around us. Yeah, and that kind of leads into the last question I had for you today was, uh, as I was thinking about this, how can we, you know, encourage those around us to show up or meet kind of our expectations if we're taking all this time on ourselves to be present and uh, be all in? How can we encourage others others around us to do the same without coming across like a bully or something? Yeah, yeah, that's a excellent point. Practice in the quiet moments of solitude and when you're on your own leads to setting a great example. And so when we do practice showing up and we do be very mindful, when we're very mindful about that, we can be much more effective when it actually happens. So to your question, like how can we encourage others? It's one thing to tell people. It's another thing to exemplify. And by getting committed to exemplifying, showing up positively, showing up humbly, showing up aware and showing up in a, in a state of service. I think that can really encourage other people to do the same. One of my examples that I would give now and talking about this to your question is I'm always very fascinated Stu, when people are in service situations mm-hmm. at a restaurant, at an airport, um, at a store, I love watching. And one of the things that's important to me, and I just share this with our listeners humbly, but it's how we respect people who provide us service. And, and I include uh, the first responders and, and people in hospitals and, and the police force and things like that is those out there, firefighters, people who are serving us. How do we show up for them? How do we respect them? And oftentimes I see wonderful examples of people very appreciative of people who are serving at the grocery aisle. Like there's so many different venues and you know this, you've worked in the service industry a long time yeah. and been a pro at that. I've also seen examples too, where, Unfortunately, for whatever reason, that that relationship, that moment is highly compromised. It becomes broken down, becomes negative, and, and downright in some situations too abusive. And so how can we encourage others? By setting that example. So when we're in service situations, be it with a group, out for dinner, or buying something, or out at venues, is actually using our manners, saying thank you and please, taking the time to look people in the eye. They're doing everything they can to create a positive environment we can notwithstanding service is just not always a given sometimes servers aren't very good mm-hmm. again for whatever reason their behaviors just don't match high level does that mean we judge them or desecrate them no just means that's the situation for the most part i find people in the service industry are working really hard and this is just one example connected to your question on how we can encourage others on how you show up is exemplify it exemplify excellence 
exemplify humanity, exemplify humility of character, exemplify kindness, and exemplify moments of inspiration. Yeah, I think as you were talking there, I just, I think I've said this on the podcast before, but I, I definitely feel everyone in their life should have to do like one year of service in like mm-hmm. a service industry just so they can appreciate yeah. that more. more. And I think it, everyone would be a much uh, pleasant experience whenever they go shopping now or they go out to eat. <laughs> I know I find my, I'm like, I always say I'm like the best customer you can get because all my years spent, you right. know, working in the retail industry. So it's like, I, uh, you know, I'll put stuff away. I'll ask questions. I won't, you know, leave stuff in change rooms and stuff like that. So I feel like that's always in back of my head is like, I think people should take the time to realize, you know, the work that goes into it. Well said, yeah. well said. And, and going forward now, I would ask all our listeners, everyone who's uh, really come on this time with us. And again, so appreciate your support is ask yourself how you actually want to show up in the week ahead and ask yourself to watch yourself. So as you're showing up in the different spaces in your life, whether it be with loved ones, with family, with friends at work, in your vehicle, by yourself, in the in the exercise room, wherever it is that you're showing up, I would encourage everyone for one week, watch yourself. Just, just check in on yourself. And again, perfection is not the standard. It's, it's continuity. It's process. And by watching ourselves and then reflecting at the end of the week through a journal or even calling up a friend and maybe asking them to do the same and say, hey, let's, let's do this this week. Just check out how we show up this week and let's chat about it at the end of the week. Or maybe it's someone in your family. That conversation, which is high level and you know, valuable can really help growth happen. And so I wish everyone who's on this with us is to take a look and celebrate the way you're showing up and course correct the things that you want to perhaps shift in your life on how you're showing up. And for our purposes, Stu, and how we show up here is again, it's just wonderful to be able to do these podcasts and have these conversations and hopefully, you know, drop a a positive dime of, of inspiration into people's lives and days when they have a chance to share this time with us.